Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And our topic today is conflict that arises due to roles in your relationship or maybe a lack of executing your roles in your relationship. And this is something that I think taps into every day, day, day in and day out of your marriage relationship. How do you function as a husband or as a wife? And is that contributing to an ongoing problem of conflict and friction in your relationship? Or are you fulfilling your God-given role and functioning as a godly husband or a godly wife? And so we want to talk about, first, what are the God-given roles? And second, how can we kind of uh, operate within those boundaries so as to prevent the conflict altogether? Yeah. So basically I get to be in charge, right? I get to call the shots. I get to uh, tell everyone let me, what let me to just do. Grab the, let me just grab the microphone back. Okay. Fun fact, we're, we're sharing a microphone this morning. It so we're, we're like sitting elbow to elbow here and I just like pull it, pulled it back away from her. Normally we have our own, but very funny, Bethany. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very, very funny. Um, so we, do you want to say anything else like for real? Because I'm going to launch into a long explanation and you're going to get so bored, uh, cause I'm going to describe roles with the way the Bible presents them. And you're going to maybe take a little nap. No, it's not boring at all because we need to hear this over and over again. Even if we've heard it before, even if we grew up in a home that it was modeled, even if we've read Genesis and the whole Bible, which really points to this, you know, everywhere, Old Testament, New Testament, it talks about husbands leading and wives helping, but we need to hear it. So I'm okay with you going into your long diatribe on theology. Ready, set, go. Well, actually, <laughs> here's here's the thing. I think we have already discussed roles in the past on the podcast and and I've talked we we've talked at length about what they are and tried to defend that position from a biblical perspective so I guess I'm not going to repeat all of that right now and just refer you to earlier episodes if you disagree or have problems with what we're saying here but the high level is this that God created Adam in the garden and gave Adam a set of instructions and then he created Eve as the helper fit for him or, or uh, suitable for Adam. And so her task and uh, role was to come alongside her husband as the leader and for her to help him. And we see that pattern established there in Genesis, repeated and uh, instructions based on that pattern given all throughout the New Testament. And for example, in Ephesians chapter 5, you have a section that calls husbands to love their wives as Christ loved the church. And certainly there, a picture of Christ's leadership and sacrificial love on behalf of his bride, the church. So husbands are to love their wives as Christ loved the church. I think this involves sacrificial leadership. And then a couple of sentences before that in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22, it says, wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord. And there's, uh, again, direction there to operate within that God-given role of following your husband's leadership and supporting him. So this is not some antiquated, out-of-date, irrelevant set of instructions that may be applied to your grandparents or, you know, people in the Bible times. This is God's word, and this is timeless truth. And so 
these are the roles that I think God has established for all husbands and all wives. And so we need to uh, be clear on this structure and recognize that it's part of God's good design. Yeah, and I think we need to embrace that role and really see it as a calling that God has put in your life. If you're a wife, your primary role is to help your husband. You're married to a man who's not perfect. Um, He's not going to lead you perfectly. He's going to make mistakes. You know, you didn't marry Jesus, so you're not marrying the perfect person. But you need to see your role as a helper, a companion, uh, a partner to make decisions and to make uh, choices for the family and to, to move forward and and see and just like enjoy it. I think that can be hard for some, maybe. Maybe some of you have, you know, got a, a personality that's strong. And I've heard this a lot from wives, you know, oh, I just have a leadership personality or whatever. But really, I think we need to look at what God's word says. And as followers of Christ, we want to embrace the fact that we've been given this role and to do it to the best of our ability, which takes work. Yeah. So to summarize, I guess the points that we've made so far, number one is to know your God-given role and be clear on what God expects of you as a husband or a wife, leadership and helping uh, respectively. And, And then second, the second point that Bethany, you just made is to then embrace that role. So it's not enough just to know the information about what the Bible says about a husband and a wife. You you have a lifelong task of embracing that role. Yeah, I think maybe the next point could move to appreciating not only your role, but your spouse's role and being really a, I think about a cheerleader. You probably don't think about being a cheerleader for me. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone wants to think about me being a cheerleader. That's uh, probably illegal in most states. <laughs> Not California, though. (laughs) Unfortunately. Um, But I think about really being on your side and um, appreciating the fact that you are the leader of the house and trying to support you. So going beyond just saying, okay, I'm going to work on my role. I'm going to make sure that I'm growing in my ability to be a companion, to be a help um, to you, but also seeing your job as the spiritual leader of the household and and saying, yeah, I want to champion that. I want to look highly on that. And I want to encourage him in that role. I want to point out the things he's doing well. I want to be on his side and not, you know, be upset um, or angry about the fact that he's leading. But I want to like, I want to team up and I want to have that genuine appreciation for what you do. Yeah. So this third point is an important one because it's not enough to know your role. It's not enough to just embrace your God-given role. I think there's a sense here in this third point where we're really stressing you need to embrace your spouse's God-given role and equip them or help them, enable them, or at least not distract them or prevent them from living out that role. And there's a number of ways that you can be helpful to your spouse in their role, and there's a number of ways where you can be unhelpful. And this is often what we see in the marriage counseling office where um, there are just actions that are being taken by one or the other spouse that are unhelpful or uh, destructive in the operation of these roles. And sometimes spouses get put in a position where they almost feel like they have to overstep their role. This We see this often with wives 
almost feeling like they need to step in to lead the family because the husband is not carrying his weight or, you know, not taking the action that necessary. And, you know, there, there's a, uh, an emphasis of, uh, of laziness in his life. And, uh, he, maybe he leads really well at work or whatever, works really hard at work. But then when he gets home, it's just, you know, not, not leading in all the ways necessary to keep the family going. And so the wife is put in this position where she needs to step up or else, you know, nothing is going to happen. And, and then people kind of fall into that pattern and get stuck there. Or, you know, you could have the extreme opposite where the husband is, you know, a domineering leader and, and this is not healthy either. And so there's just a number of ways that this could go wrong. And, uh, the point that I think we want to make here is that, you should know your spouse's role and be okay with that and support that, enable that. And, you know, don't step into their zone and make it difficult for them to do what God wants them to do. Yeah. And I think on the, on the other side, don't be, you know, lazy so that your spouse needs to compensate for you. Yeah. Don't, don't jump in and take over allow the space for that person to fulfill, you know, I think as a wife, if I am constantly taking over, you you know, you might be tempted to just shrink back. All right. I guess this is our, our pattern. Like you said, I guess this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And, and couples will find the, the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. What just kind of naturally works best. All right, let's do that because it's the easiest way for us to keep the peace in the home. Right. So we, we don't want to, <laughs> <Were you gonna, laughs> this is difficult for us to share one microphone. I'm like, you know, I, I was going to add to that that, um, like, if you are, what was I going to add to that? Yeah, if the path of least resistance is not what the Bible says the the structure ought to be, then it's not okay to keep that path. Um, you you've got to work to structure your marriage according to what the Bible says, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's not natural, even if it requires some work on your behalf and on your spouse's behalf. Like this is, this is what God requires. So let's do this. Yeah. So we got to be careful not, not to be lazy, like I was saying. And, you know, that allows, that kind of forces you maybe to jump in and, and try to compensate in my role. I think that's one way we can help support our spouse. We can also encourage them. I try to be, you know, like I was saying, a cheerleader, a champion for you and your leadership. I try to encourage you and thank you and, um, even hold you in high esteem to the kids and thank them. You know, I'm so glad dad's leading our family well and, you know, pray for you. There's a lot of ways to be on board with the fact that you're leading us. Okay. Do we have another point? Yeah, I, I guess um, at this point, we've established what they are. You've got to embrace them, embrace your spouse's role too, and help them. But even when this is happening, there, your, your marriage is not going to be conflict-free. And oftentimes, conflicts can kind of stem back to an imbalance here of the roles in the relationship. And so I guess we would say just in order to preemptively deal with conflicts along these lines, maybe you need to have a conversation with your spouse about this stuff, not in the heat of the moment. So you need to have a conversation now with your spouse in response to this podcast and something that you heard or something that, you know, we said or whatever, and have a nice, calm, civilized conversation that's not stemming from a fight or, you know, uh, someone doing 
things wrong here. Yeah, and I think with that, when you're having that conversation, you know, what helps us is to focus on what we're, what, what we need to work on. You know, it, it may be tempting to come into this conversation and say, wow, I was really thinking about roles. You got to step it up, man, you know. And I think instead of that, it'd be great to come into this conversation and say, you know, here, here's what I've been thinking about. Here's one way I'm not sure that I'm fulfilling my role. You know, what do you think about that? How have you seen that? Or here's something I'm praying about in response to my roles. I, one thing I want to, you know, increase in or one thing I want to stop doing is this. And by focusing kind of on what you can grow in, that's going to help a calm conversation take place as well. I think, too, you could talk like you're saying, apart from the situation is always going to be better. I think if you go into it in the middle of a conflict, it's just going to, you know, the flames of conflict might go higher and higher and we want to step into it. We've had conversations along the way, just how are we doing? How are you doing? What can we do to help each other? And that really means we want to progress forward. Yeah, have a conversation about this stuff outside of the heat of the moment and try to get out in front of it a little bit and... Uh, deal with some of these difficult issues in a, you know, nice, calm conversation. And, um, you know, the next time a conflict arises due to this stuff, I think you're going to be a little bit better suited to navigate it well. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for listening in, and we'll talk to you next time. All right. See ya. See ya.